following classic radio drama is proudly brought to you by theastoundingoutpost.com. If you'd like to help support us, check out our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash astoundingoutpost. Before podcasting, before the internet, before television, there was radio. The Astounding Outpost presents classic Radio Pulp. Tarzan of the Apes, brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' adventurous book. James calls for help, and the shattering crash of the revolver shot carries a Tarzan and Clayton standing face to face in the jungle. James, Tarzan seizes Clayton and swings him to his shoulders. Clayton struggles futilely and then stops. Surely this man who has rescued him from the leopard can mean him no harm. Tarzan springs into the lower branches of a great tree. He grips a trailing vine and, in spite of his double burden, swings into the lower terrace of the forest. Up, up he goes into the bending, swaying branches of the higher terrace. His sure eye and practiced hand carry them with incredible speed through the maze of interwoven vines and branches. Faster and faster they speed toward the hut. Now the foliage is less dense. Tarzan's penetrating gaze sees Sabor, crouched, ready to hurl her bulk at the frail lattice window of the hut. She screams! The light falls give under her hurtling weight. Tarzan knows the lattice will not withstand many such shocks. He leaps into space, grips a sturdy vine, a dizzy, flashing arc. He lets go, grips the lower branch. It bends. Again, he lets go. Down, down he drops. He disappears into a deep well of tree fern and bamboo. Spinning, swinging downward from branch to vine, he plunges toward the jungle floor. Tarzan's feet touch the ground. Satan slides to his back. Together they race toward the hut, clearing the intervening ground with lightning speed. They bore The last bar snaps. The great yellow head and four paws are inside the hut. Tarzan covers the last few feet with a flying leap. He seizes Sabor by the tail. Twist. Flings his body back. He raced against the hut. Wheels with all his mighty strength. Satan grabs the man trying to help. A ring of the Englishman tapped up the sun to each man's orders. Sabre's clawing, fighting to force her way into the window. The smell of rage, she lets go her clutch on the sill. The twist and pounce upon the enemy behind her. Tarzan lets go. With the speed of a striking cobra, he launches himself full on the infuriated beast's back. Like lightning, his arm and pressure of the first thing. He digs his feet into Sabre's loins. Tarzan's biceps swell. Back, back. Inch by inch, he pulls the funny twisting head. Sabre throws herself on her side, thrashing, tearing. Her working towards barely missed Clayton as he leaps aside. Porter and Philander break through the brush water in the jungle. One glance through the doors and striking with Sabre, they start to run toward them. Sabre twists her head. The snapping, falling jaws tight the arm of steely muscle about her throat. Tarzan tries to get his knife. Sabre springs to her feet. She leaps into the air. Harder and harder, Tarzan pulls the flashing head. Now he has his knife. Back, back, he forces Sabre's straining neck. The knife flashes up. Down! Again and again, the gleaming blade rises and falls. Plunges deep into Sabre's unprotected side. Slowly, the lioness crumples to the ground. Tarzan leaps aside, steps his foot on Sabre's neck, raises his face to the sky. The cry of the bull ape that has made his kill echoes and re-echoes through the jungle. Tarzan glances once at Clayton, reaches for a low-hanging branch, and swings himself into the tree. Jane! Jane, are you hurt? 
be gone in the morning. The jackals, you know. Why, yes, of course. How silly of me. Captain Philander, it was unnatural. If I may be permitted the expression, a, a, a most natural thought. Yeah, of course. I realize that Jane has been through a harrowing experience and so on, but do you suppose uh, uh, perhaps we, we might, uh, we might, uh, well, in short, are we to have dinner? Uh, really, Philander, that is quite a good suggestion. Uh, now, now that you've broached the subject, you know, I feel that I myself could do with something to fortify the inner man. I really hate to say anything to Jane. Uh, it is uh, uh, rather, uh, uh, isn't it? <laughs> However, it will take her mind off the excitement. Uh, yes, I feel we should fool her in some manner domestic. Then, with your approval, Professor... Let us enter the hut. Uh, very well. Uh, uh, Jane. Jane, my dear. Uh, 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 Jane, my love. Uh, could you prepare a uh, a uh, In other words, something to eat? The light from the cabin streams across the clearing, cutting the jungle into strips of black and silver. Animal trails... Mere breaks in the brush by day now loom like yawning caverns in their inky blackness. From afar off, the harsh, rasping laugh of a hyena tells that the scavenger of the jungle has found some undevoured kill. One by one, the stars pierce the sable sky. The young moon, slender as a silver thread, glints through the sparse tops of the alleys. Sleepy monkeys open and close their eyes as Tarzan leisurely brushes his way through the branches toward the hut. Just as the ape, which for sheer joy of living, swings by the hour from branch to branch, so Tarzan, fed and rested, drops to the light-flooded clearing at the hut. Cautiously, he approaches the window, looks inside. With quickened pulse, entranced, he watches the white she he had rescued earlier in the day, seated at the table, his table, he longs to speak to her, but dares not, convinced that, like the men, she will not understand him. Jane Porter finishes the letter she's been writing to her friend, rises, and puts out the light. Patiently, Tarzan waits until his keen ears tell him that all movement within the hut has ceased for the night. Cautiously, he moves closer to the window. He hears the deep, regular breathing which denotes sleep. Slowly... Carefully, he passes his hand through the broken lattice, takes the letter from the table. Quietly, he moves back, folds the paper, places it in his quiver with his arrows, and melts into the jungle shadows while the hyena creeps forward to the dead body of Sable. You've been listening to a classic radio drama proudly brought to you by theastoundingoutpost.com. Help support us by becoming a Patreon sponsor at www.patreon.com/astoundingoutpost.